happy, 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 joy, joy, happy, happy. What is going on? How's everybody doing? Welcome to my first, well, not really the first video of 2020. How's everybody feeling this morning, this afternoon, this evening? Depends on where you're at in the world today. Do I have some lovely, lovely news for you? So the situation is as of the title. Hello to all hazers and grazers alike. What is up? I see the chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. What is up, man? Okay, so let's just jump right into it. Last night, uh, about 8 o'clock, I got some, well, maybe a little bit early, about 7 o'clock, about what was going on in Twitter. About And this is cool. This is cool that people tag me on there because they try to keep me in the loop, which is always a good thing. But I got a lot of news about FDA coming through and actually removing fruity menthol flavors. So I do a little bit of digging. I'm searching all over Twitter and Facebook. And really, to, to the only thing I could come up with was posts on Twitter. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm, this is what happened last time. This, this has happened multiple times. I don't know if you guys remember back in September and then two years ago. But it's been really hot the last couple months. And then they did the round table thing. And then it just sat by the wayside. Obviously, there was a lot of flack given. It was in the news for a little bit. Then the whole impeachment thing, which I have no idea where that's even at anymore just because I don't follow it. And then, and then of course, I think it was two days before Christmas. It was either that or Christmas Eve where they were talking about the FDA or somebody was going to come out or Trump was going to announce the fact that all vapes were going to, the, the flavor ban was going to be enacted. Okay, so nothing happened. And then nothing happened on Christmas Eve. And they said, okay, it's Christmas Day. Nothing's going to happen Christmas Day. It's going to happen the day after Christmas. Didn't happen then either. And then it was supposed to be the day after that. Nope. Didn't happen then either. So every day uh, after Christmas, it was going to happen. Well, okay. I want people to understand before you watch any of what I'm about ready to show you. I'm going to show you some clips, probably clips that you haven't seen before. Did a lot of digging. And I have to give a huge shout out to the people that had found this last night or this morning and sent me a link to it because for whatever reason, they may have commented in a video and then I saw this. I was like, what is this? Why is this not posted anywhere? And of course, now when you look at a lot of these articles, they have pictures of the video that I'm about ready to show you, but they don't show the whole video. And why would they? It doesn't make sense to show a whole video because, well... I don't know, maybe you don't have the rights to it. You don't know how fair use works. I'm not 100% sure as to why no one is sharing, sharing this. And I'm sure that someone after this that's going to watch this live after I've already broadcasted it, they may find this video. It's not something easy to find. I just want people to be to, to understand that. So anyway, the only thing that you could find about this is literally... When you get down to the nitty and gritty, there's one person, one paper. That is it. Everything that is reporting on this is literally all from the original source, which I'm going to show you. Here, here's a problem I have with that. Now, all right, here's a problem I have with that. First off, if you're, if, it's one thing if we have 18 different news sites reporting something. And I know that a lot of the times when you see news, it really all stems from one news article. And then it just kind of spirals out of control because they all take that. They add their own verbiage, their own wordage, their own opinion. Because they're allowed to do that. And then, and now that's news all over the place. Here's the deal. I haven't found a damn thing official about this. Everything that I found is literally from a news article. Well, there is some verbiage from Donald Trump's mouth, but so, so anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, basically a person from a female by the name of something from Wall Street something, uh, journal? Hold on. 
Hold on. I think it's fucking cotton from this RTA. All right. So I think it's Wall Street Journal. Right. Yeah. Wall Street Journal? Break? Or is it Wall Street Post? It doesn't really matter. The Wall Street something. It's from Wall Street. It's news. But the, the verbiage goes something like this, that Trump is going to ban all pod-based systems that are fruit slash menthol. Man, have I looked for this article. So I find the article, and of course, I'm hit with a paywall. They got me on the catfish. I get about eight lines in, you got to pay. So I said, okay, I'm going to just pay because I always use this. Why not? So I go to pay. They get me on the catfish again for the $1 to $2 option. So I'm like, oh, this ain't bad. Two bucks, I get to read Wall Street Journal? Not a problem. It's not so you click the fine details is when they hit you with the 20 bucks every five weeks or four weeks. So it becomes from one to two to 20. So old bait and switch. That's what it is. You call it what you want. And I'm like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to find this article from somewhere else. Yeah, no good. Because all the articles that are pulled up all cite or have a citation for the Wall Street Journal. So let's just jump into it. That's the situation. That's what we're going to talk about. Now, I know some people are taking this uh, as concrete. I have a problem with that when it's just one news article. Let's let's do it, shall we? What is up to everybody in the chat? I saw a couple new hazers jump on in. Fantastic. So I'm just going to share with you this little sweet number right here. Okay, this video, you can see, has got 436 views. I could not find the original video of this, the full thing. So I don't know if the person from Wall Street Journal was there recording this. I don't think that this is their footage, number one. Uh, extremely difficult to find this. But let me play this for you. Here we go. Vaping is coming out. We're just going to be announcing it very shortly. Uh, some people already know about what we're doing. We have to protect our families. At the same time, it's a big industry. We want to protect the industry. And as you know, we'll be take, taking it off the flavors for a period of time, certain flavors. We stopped that real quick. See what I just said? Fruit and menthol, right? There's no mention of pods. There's no mention of open tanks. Everywhere you read, they say that open tanks are going to be okay which I'm all for, but there is no mention of pods or open tanks at all in this whole one minute. Uh, we're gonna protect our families, we're gonna protect our children, and we're gonna protect the industry. Hopefully, if everything's safe, they're gonna be going very quickly back onto the market. So the flavors will come off, they're gonna be checked. We wanna make it, people have died from this. They died from vaping. We think we understand why, but we're doing a very exhaustive examination and hopefully everything will be back on the market very, very shortly. Look, vaping can be good from the standpoint, you look at the e-cigarettes, you stop smoking. If you can stop smoking, that's a big advantage. So we think we're gonna get it back onto the market very, very quickly, but we have to protect the children, we have to protect the families. At the same time, we have a very big industry, it's become a very big industry. We're gonna take care of the industry. Okay, so. Again, quick recap. Now, you heard that, right? I could play it again for you, but I feel like you don't need me to. I heard nothing about pods or tanks. All the things that we're seeing, like from over here. Now, this, this is the lovely number I'm talking about. From this little website right here, the Wall Street Journal, WSJ, White Single Julie. Um... That, okay. Anyway, FDA to ban all e-cigarette pod flavors except tobacco and menthol. Now, that does not correlate with what he just said, okay? He said fruit and menthol. Let, let's, let's, let's go, let's hear that one more time because I feel like I, either I don't know how to listen or I, I, don't, I have no idea what, what is being said. <laughs> The vaping is coming out. We're just going to be announcing it very shortly. Uh, some people already know about what we're doing. Who are those people? We have to protect our families. At the same time, it's a big industry. We want to protect the industry. 
And as you know, we'll be take, taking it off, the flavors, for a period of time, certain flavors. Taking flavors off the... So flavors. It doesn't specify tobacco, menthol, mint, because tobacco, in theory, is a flavor, right? It doesn't matter... It, the only thing that is not flavor is unflavored. Like if it is VG or PG, that would be considered unflavored. But I guess the way that the government is looking at it is tobacco, in a sense, is not flavoring. However, if you do make tobacco e-liquid, you have to use tobacco flavoring. Okay, so so we have that, right? That's what we're going by. We're going by this little article here. And then obviously it scoops, scoops on by to this jammy. Which, well, you get about halfway through, not even, uh, and then you get hit with this one. <laughs> so, now, I have read this full article, and it's very lengthy, but I had to do it through Twitter and then open it in a private tab, and then I could have read it. Took a screenshot of it, but we'd be scrolling forever going through it. Basically, the argument is, um, just read the first, the first paragraph, right? Because that's where they're going to catch you. The Food and Drug Administration plans to ban the sale of fruity flavors and cartridge-based cigarettes, but the restrictions won't apply, excuse me, to tank vaping systems commonly found at vape shops, according to people familiar with the matter. Now, uh, again, um, I, I can't read anything past that. I, I'm sorry. So we're just going to close that out. What? I, I just, I, I don't know what to tell you. Now, now, if we go over to this right here, now this is the Washington Post, right? The Washington Post. So I'm assuming they're right down the street because they're both in Washington, but I find this extremely unique of this whole article. I could scroll all the way to the top. We could go over this. Trump administration to ban most flavored e-cigarette pods. Again, a lot of these articles, if not all of them, are pulling the information from that article that I just linked. Okay? 10.21 p.m. So this was reported after the original one from Wall Street Journal. But do you see this right here? While sparing the kit of products typically sold by vape shops. Sparring. Sparing. Okay. The ban, which would apply to sweet and fruit-flavored pods, but not to menthol and tobacco-flavored ones. See, so the one we were just saying about open tank is fine, but now it's not fine. It will be likely to likely to be announced later this week. So in 2021, we're going to see some new stuff. So just, just be advised, because we keep getting these dates... And um, they, we're going to talk about a little bit about the PMTAs. Keep in mind, guys, that when I do these on top of the hour jammies, they're going to be about an hour long. They're not going to be any longer than that. I don't want to extend it out too far. So, but take a look at this little number down here. What does that say? Myers also said that the latest data suggests that open tank systems, the kind being exempted by the administration, are becoming increasingly popular with young people. So before the ban is even announced officially, you're already coming out and you're going to say that the problem is open tank systems. <laughs> you know what's funny is every time you pull up an image, every single time, uh, Bree, if you could get me one, every single time you pull up an image of schools when they confiscate vapes, have you ever looked at those devices like, have you ever looked at what they are inside that little picture that they got going on? It's about 89%, 90% all THC products. There might be a big-ass juice in there, but then it's next to an oil pen, which you don't use to vape. So I, I don't know if, like, someone on staff is vaping, and they're like, here, throw this bottle in, make it look more official, because those devices are not open tanks. I, 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 I don't. See, they're, they're getting you on this number right here. Uh, unless they're considering open tank systems to be that of those little THC jammies. But again, they're mixing up the verbiage with what we are. And that right there is the problem. This is the same thing that happened with the vitamin E and the THC that was considered vaping. Now you're, you've removed that because you realize that that didn't work for you. This may be a conspiracy theory, but at the same time, now you're adding verbiage, open tank system, when a majority of the people that vape 
in the hobbyist realm, okay, or the YouTube realm, know of an open tank system to be this. Now you want to put an open tank system as everything else. No. No. Stop. Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. No. Someone roll up this newspaper that they're writing this on so I could smack them in the back of the head with it. No, th that's not, that's not, <sighs> not the same thing. Uh, so there's that. Okay. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> open tank systems. Everybody is thinking you, you, even on Twitter, everybody's like, oh, you know, great. sub home tanks are cool because it's an open tank system. Look at what they're doing over here. They're already, before, I'm telling you, I don't want to keep regurgitating it, but they're already talking about how the open tank systems is the problem. How? How do you have that data? What are they using? Is it Aspire? Is, is it Kanger Tech? Uh, or is it no name tank fate? Like, what is it? Don't, don't, oh my God. So here's another jamming. This is from USA Today. Hope you guys like this advocacy shit. Because I don't know about you, but I'm having the best time of my life right now. What a way to start off the year. Open tank systems. I knew I was vaping all the wrong shit all this time. Donald Trump teases plan to address underage vaping, including pulling certain flavors from the market, which in theory is correct, because if you watch that little video, this little number right here, that's what he talks about is pulling certain flavors. That, that was his specific ver verbiage. So that's good. At least they're not adding extra things in there that he never said or is not recorded. So I don't know. Uh, would very shortly announce a new plan to address underage vaping and it indicated that it would involve pulling certain flavors off the market for a period of time. You know, and that that's something, uh, oh, I didn't even show you. So like, right, right there. So um, th that's something worth mentioning is that it threw me out of a, it threw me through a loop when he said it's going to be pulled off the market for a short period of time, then it will be back. What? What? Why, what do you mean it's going to be pulled off the market, then it will be back? Are you saying that the juices will be banned for like 30, 60 days? And then once those juices are all thoroughly tested, you'll allow them back on the market only to be, be removed again in May? Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying that they'll be pulled off the market in May and then something's going to go through where the end of May, the PMTA is now nixed? or nipped in the bud, and then that doesn't apply anymore. Can you please allow, I feel like I need to ask the questions to Donald Trump because these news people, you don't know, how do you not know the questions to ask? Like you're asking such open-ended questions. Do you plan to talk about vape? Yes. Guys, I just can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. I can't find it. I can't do it. Okay. Anyway, speaking to reporters as Mar-a-Lago Resort in Florida before whatever. We're going. Yep. You guys just all heard that. Um, I think this is just basically a recap. Yeah. This is just a recap of what was said. So we're just going to go ahead and move on to the next one. Take a look at this. Would you look at it? Just look at it. Uh, Trump says flavored vaping products will be temporar temporarily restricted. Yes, this is from Bloomberg. But there's a very, very important thing in here. Um, where is it? Hold on one second. Let me find it. The ban would include the popular mint flavor and health experts. Hold on. Let me let me just stop for a second. Um, when you go over to Twitter, ah, I don't want to get too sidetracked because let me let me do the ah, hold on a second. Let me do this. Give me. Hold on. Let me just do this now. Um, obviously, this has been uh, a very talkative thing going on. 
on the old tweeters. Um, it, it's been a very a chatty situation. Uh, so Paul Blair and Gregory Connell kind of going back and forth. It's it's very interesting to follow. But I will cover that a little bit. There we go. So I got that open. So let's go ahead and scoop back over here, right here, and then right here. So this way I remember. Okay. So Trump held an externally roundtable session. Okay, we know about that. Let me find this little thing about what they talk about. No, it's not in this article. Hmm. Uh, Where is it? Oh, here we go. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, vaping flavors that users can custom mix at vape shops. Right here, we're looking at. Right here. At vape shops won't be restricted under the new rules. The person familiar with the matter. How much have I seen this? This little line right here is like once upon a time. Because it's so vague, the person familiar with the matter. Uh, that would be no different than me asking somebody that just watches the news. Because they're familiar with the matter. I'm familiar with the banning of something. This is what they're going to do. It's no different than you asking me what Donald Trump is going to do. No different. Put a damn name to it. Put something to where we know the validity of what you're saying. I get it. You don't want to pull an old tricky dick. You don't want to do a Watergate situation. You don't want names to be announced because then you're going to lose your source. Well, then don't comment on the source and say that line. Because if you say that line, people want to know who is that person that is familiar with the matter. Because I don't know that... <laughs> I could be, be an 85-year-old in a, in a nursing home watching Channel 7 News. They're familiar with the matter. It, that just doesn't work for me. It doesn't. The person, I, of course, at next line, the person asked not to be identified because of regulation hasn't been publicly released. Now, uh, about that, the FDA released the final draft guidance, which basically specifies all this stuff that we're supposedly seeing all over the news. So it's like leaks, if you will. Or let me give you something a little bit better that most people can relate with. Gossip. That's what it is. It is, hey, Joey from USA Today. What's up, man? $25,000. I'll give you some shit that I have no idea if it's going to make the law. But if you give me twenty-five grand, i will make it sound real good. And you can put an article, say, person familiar with the matter, I know Donald Trump because one time I interviewed him back in 2008 when he was running his businesses in Atlantic City. No, that's not, that's not, no, that, that, just shut up. That's not going to work. But that's why this person doesn't want to be exposed because he gave a little bit of cash. I'm telling you, that's what happened. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Someone is getting some monies and they want to remain important. So they're just dropping shit that makes no sense at all. A carton of eggs is going to be $14 tomorrow. You know how I know? Because I spoke to a farmer somewhere in the world that has chickens. Okay. Moving on. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> the next important thing. Um, right. Okay. So let's just go ahead. I don't know what all the side commenting in, inside the chat is. I have no idea why we're talking about impeachment. I'm talking about some pretty important shit here. This is hot news. This is hot off the press. As Trump touts e-cigarette flavors ban, vape lobby warns of hidden issue that is extremely... Okay. See, I thought that that was going to save the sun on the top. The sun are the same people that report about the alien baby being born with wings in a cave in the middle of a Krausers. That's what the sun is. And that's what I thought this was. But it's Newsweek. No idea what that means, but it's got a red banner. So it's got to be serious. <laughs> so we're just going to run with this one because this is good. This is good stuff. This is good, wholesome fun. 
Uh, let's see what this little, uh, the person familiar with the matter has to say about this one. Maybe if I offer him enough of money, the person familiar with the matter will show up on a show of mine and we can talk together. And he could blur out his face, we'll do a little silhouette, maybe change his avatar, offer him $1,000, maybe add a zero at the end of that. No one got that. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, what is the extreme danger here? Uh, the, the, what is it? Yes, here we go. Okay, right here. So you guys hear me talk about this all the time about the PMTAs. What's going to happen in May? Because if all this stuff does go away, we do have to worry about the May deadline. And as far as people using the argument that they're not going to enforce it, I call BS. That's bull donkey. That's what that is. Because they are inspecting. They are going to shops. I had a dream about this last night. That's about as, as valid as this news article. So uh, that was a really good dream. We'll have to talk about that. We'll do it a little bit later. It doesn't really have anything to do with vape, but it does. PMTA deadline, which states that all products, all vaping products, must be submitted for the approval process by May 22nd, 2020. So we have five months, basically. Uh, after that, if you submit, let's just say you submit on the 21st, or I, I don't know if that's... 12 a.m. or if that's the whole day. But if you submit it from there, you have one year from that for the FDA to approve or disapprove. Once they disapprove, it must be pulled. But in the meantime, while you wait for approval or disapproval, it can remain on the market. This applies to all vaping products, any all vaping products, and any product not submitted for approval by the deadline cannot be sold legally. I feel like I should read the rest of the paragraph before I talk. Because then I'm like, I told you so. But no, you didn't. You told me. I just... I cut you off before I let you finish the sentence, but I was still right. So we have been fighting the PMT deadline for months, but the issue has been ignored by the vaping community because of the emphasis on the flavor ban threats. If the deadline is reached, the PMTA will effectively produce a vaping ban worldwide. To avoid this outcome, it is imperative that the industry come together to push for a deadline extension or to completely end the PMTA requirement for vaping products. Good luck with that. Good luck with that little line right there. Have fun. That's, we can't even get them to push out the damn vape ban that they've been talking about doing. Because I don't know about anybody else. I run a business and I'm waiting for it. Like, I'm, don't, don't tell me to hold on and give me a three foot leash and then put a piece of candy 10 feet away from me. Like, let the leash go. Let me know. Tell me what I got to do. Let me get my candy and let me get out of there. Don't just, don't, 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 just don't. The USVA, uh, the United States Vaping Association, I'm assuming what that's what that is. Uh, I should have read the rest of it before I assumed. Uh, said the second most important issue is the difference between closed and open pod vaping systems. Notice this word right here. <clears throat> um, this is what happens. This is how things get labeled. It's not closed. Nope. See? Oh, God. It's not closed and open pod. It's closed pod and open systems. Take this word. Move this over here. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me do it for them. Give me a second. Hold on. I got to fix this. I'm on Safari. I can't do it. I was going to fix it for them inside of the website, but then they would have hit me with the old fraudulent rewording the website and someone took a screenshot of it, but they need to move this over here. Anyway, the closed pod systems use pre-filled disposable cartridges for e-cigarettes and are highly popular among uh, young consumers. Open systems. See, 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 you just did it. You just did it right here. Open pod. No, it's open systems. Who wrote this? You guys don't see this as a big deal. You don't because it's just the website. Okay. Okay. All right. It is a big deal because you're relabeling shit as you go. And then that will be picked up. And okay, that's what this is now. This is not an open pod. This, this is not, this doesn't even have anything remotely. Uh, there's no correlation between this and an open pod. I don't even know what an open pod is. What is the, what? Okay. So that would be like my jet. 
or like a Novo, but that's a pod system is something that you take a cartridge and put it in. Open a pod is irrelevant. It is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because according to what they say on Twitter, they're removing all pod systems. So whether it's open or closed, doesn't matter. It's a pod system. It's got to go. And inserting vaping liquid themselves with the fillable cartridges. Oh, which one is it? Cartridges or pods? Okay. Who the hell is USVA? What is that? Like, what? what is that? What organization is that? U.S. Vaping Association. I have no idea who that is. Well, at least they're giving them proper information, sort of. I feel like they misinterpret this, like they did with that guy uh, with the THC jammy where they made him hold up a piece of paper and they made him say certain things and then he was on these different shows and then he was telling people what he really said and it had nothing to do with what the news made him said. I feel like that's what happened here. Can we get a video of this? Like, can I get a video of this? Exact That might be down here. I, I'm speaking too soon. Okay. Whatever. So we get it. This right here would be considered an open pod system right here. Just let that be known. So everything that you've been vaping on has been a lie. That's all. We're done there. Moving forward. So now we're on Twitter. Okay. So Greg Conley, one of the biggest advocates in vaping. All right. Uh, Argumentably, I I don't know if there's anybody that's bigger than what he is. Just an outstanding individual. Uh, I would say very opinionated, but comes with a lot of facts, like the Ben Shapiro, of, if you will, of vaping. That's what I consider him. Uh, he cannot be commended enough. He cannot have enough of accolades. He is, uh, for lack of better terms, our savior. He brings up a valid point, though. Uh, when the ban was announced on 9-11, we had little hope of actually stopping it. But vapors and small businesses pushed back and refused to give up. I can't see this as a win because a closed cartridge ban will cause more smoking, but open system vapors. See, that's that's worded right. That's worded right. Uh, but open system vapors should be happy tonight. Sure. And the reason why he's posting that is because of this. Now, this person right here, you can see right there, WSJ reporter covering everything you drink and smoke, write me at whatever. Uh, This is the person that is responsible for reporting the original situation on a Wall Street Journal. And Gregory Conley tweets it. uh, The real Donald Trump has decided to ban closed vaping products and... Okay, let me, I'm sorry. The real Donald Trump has decided to ban closed cartridge vaping products in flavors other than tobacco or menthol. See, I don't know where this person is getting this information from because I can't find that. The only thing I can find is that video right here where he says flavors. I don't know where they're getting the tobacco and menthol from. Like I don't, I, I can't find that except for that article that this person wrote right here. That's like taking my word of what I say is happening in the news and creating a whole article and everybody's sharing it and saying that this is what's going to happen. When all in a while, I just know because I just know. Pending PMTA approvals, right, correct, uh, but not open system e-liquids. But the PMT threat remains. That's the thing that happens in May. You know, uh, and then I, I, I don't, I don't want to go too far into it, but Paul Blair actually commented and then Gregory kind of uh, uh, commented back. Let me see. It might be right here, this one. Uh, this does not. Oh, okay. There, there was a thing where Paul Blair said something, but he responded with, this does not impact Jewel as they already pulled flavor from, from the market. This is true. Uh, a lot of the sites or a lot of the places that you see that are selling Jewel pods already have those in inventory. So they're not getting new stock. If I want to get new stock from Jewel, that's not going to happen as a business. Uh, I'm sure I could go through third-party different distributors and warehouses to acquire them, but that's not, it's not easily obtainable. The way Jewel wants it to be is essentially, uh, you want it, you have to buy it from our site for a consumer. And even then, they've already pulled it from the market. They have. It's 
I guess they're seeking different adventures or ventures or entities. Maybe getting their PMTAs through. I, I don't know. I don't know what is happening with Jewel. But what I do know what is happening with Jewel is this little number right there. So, Jewel wants people to vape, but not at its own office. How unique is that? So, if you work at Jewel and you want to buy a Jewel, great. You can't do it, though. And if you do, you're going to be taxed. I'm going to take away your money. I'm going to fire you. You are a vaping company. Do you understand that's like saying to a bartender that they're not able to hold on alcohol bottles? Well, I know bartenders are not typically supposed to drink because they get a little loopy. They start under undercharging people and drinking. And yeah, you're not really allowed to do that. But this is a little bit of a different situation. Now, this was posted December 30th. So the day before yesterday. Uh, trying to convince its own workers to stop vaping at the office. However, Jewel is apparently not having much luck on that front. It may feel non-consensual. I don't know why I said non-consensual because that's that's the good old... Okay. Uh, it may feel nonsensical to prohibit at-work use of very products we work hard to create and promote. Then, CEO Kevin Burns, who is no longer the CEO... I wrote to employees last year, but the bottom line is we need to comply with the legal requirements, the same as my company. The memo went out, whatever. Uh, put new rules into effect with penalties, warning for first offense, docked bonuses for second and third offense, and termination for fourth. That's for vaping in the company that makes the product that you're vaping on. Jewel is committed to maintaining a smoke and vapor-free workplace in compliance with state and local laws, so there's a company stated to the Business Insider, which followed up on the journal story. So, if you work at Jewel, you can't vape at Jewel. So, about uh, about everything we're seeing, look, I know everybody, including myself, want to believe that everything is going to be totally fine. You know, when I heard about the original news that they were going to be banning stuff on uh, vaping the day before Christmas Eve, I said, oh, my God. I said, this is it. This is it. This is the apocalyptic war right now on vaping. It is over. And nothing happened. And nothing happened. So I started to lose hope in what I was reading on Twitter. Not trying to be a negative Nancy, but if anything, I was trying to be a positive Peter. Well, nothing happened with that either. The 21 dropped, so now you have to be 21 to vape or smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol. Makes sense. So why not just make it legal to smoke inside of a bar? We're just passing rules as we go. Why not? Let's add that. Because that works. I know everybody wants to believe this, that this is the verbiage or what is going to happen. You cannot pull up the FDA final guidance, the draft guidance, as of this morning. I don't know about right this second. So if you can't pull that up and you can't pull up that information and you don't even know if that is what is going to be approved, how can we assume that this is what's going to happen by that one article. Guys, it would be different if we went to 15 different sites and they all cited something different. They don't. They all cite back to the Wall Street Journal. So what the Wall Street Journal is doing to everybody else in the media is, hey, Washington Post or USA Today, you got to pay 20 bucks to read this. That is genius. You want to copy my shit? No problem. It's going to cost you 20 beans. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of reporters that also have that same subscription because they want to be the first person for said such newspaper to put out that article. It's pretty damn smart, isn't it? Anyway, uh, and we're all going off of that and that, that little media jammy that I played you with Donald Trump saying that he wants to remove flavors. I can get the argument. I can. I totally understand that. I just don't know if we should solidify that in believing that because now if you see this in CNN, NBC, ABC, you best believe that they're just going to take that article, they're going to cite that article, and then they're going to run with that. The same thing that happened with vitamin A. Of course, this is not as severe because people are not dying over it. It's just a matter of 
a, a misinterpretation uh, of whatever was said. Again, this can be valid. I have no problem with that. I would just like to see more than one source actually say it. If they do ban flavored pod devices or cartridges, how he said they're going to come off the market, then come right back on. Why? Now, you guys have to understand, I run multiple businesses, okay? I, I ship internationally, uh, locally, nationally, across the world. It doesn't matter where you're at. A lot of my business is disposable devices. I'm sure everybody here remembers for the past year, I've been saying, remove pod devices from the system. Remove them. This is what that is, with the caveat. Uh, based off of what they said, guys, do not take what I'm saying as law because I do not know. I don't think anybody knows what is going to happen because they all get you on a one-two switcheroo. You think one thing, and then they come on TV and they're like, listen, you got two, three weeks. We're coming out with a final guidance, removing everything. But to, you remember that? Secretary Azar up there in front of the White House with his little suit on, with, with a little blue tie. What happened? Three weeks later, where do we go? Nowhere. Nowhere. Driving down a highway with four flats. That's where we went. So it just didn't happen. It was just kind of a, a, a dead end in a sense. But now this is that. But it's not removing all flavors. It's removing some flavors. And by using Donald Trump's interpretation, does he mean some flavors at all? Like what juices are? Or is he talking about pod-based systems? Because the pod-based systems made its way into the media. So I don't, I don't know where we're going to go, but if they do it where what people are interpreting it as, that open tank systems, that what we use are okay, then we're all right. Then we're all right for a majority of the people that are watching this. If that's what it is. What I fear, though, at that point is now we have to worry about what they're considering open tank systems. Because technically, um, lost. well, you're Orion Pods, that's it. That's, well, that's a refillable, but that's a refillable pod, but it's a pod system. It's kind of open. You can't change a coil. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what any of that is going to entail or detail. Yeah. You know, Timothy, that's the next thing is where, where Bloomberg was saying that vape shops will be, will be okay. Will be okay for what? But uh, what I was saying about the businesses, that would hurt dramatically to remove pods, but that's a, a chance or something that I was willing to give up to make sure that all these open systems are totally fine. Of course, I think it would balance itself out and then more people would be buying that, but there would still be shops that are still selling the closed pod systems that they're not supposed to be selling. Right, and the next thing you have to worry about is obviously the state-to-state -state thing, which goes a little bit far because now the federal, like Jersey, they've been talking about this, right? They were supposed to make a decision. I'm assuming it'll happen within the next couple of weeks or a week or two about what is going to happen in New Jersey. It's so many open promises. This is why I don't like doing advocacy or fadvocacy because basically what I'm doing is just promoting fake advocacy. I'm avid. Well, well, maybe it's not fake, but a lot of the stuff that we're reading is fake or it's made up or it's someone's opinion. And then I just run with that because that gives me content. I would have rather have made a video or a review. Absolutely, Edward Bland, which is what I just covered. You have to worry about the state. You know, states are, I, I have, again, this is this is something that I have been lacking in. I haven't been studying too much on states. I know that people love, uh, I, I, you know, I was always under the impression, I think everybody that does uh, videos, maybe because I make it a little bit more professional, I feel like I'm getting good at this whole interview situation. I'm trying to do it where I do a little bit less interaction as a live. Well, I still do it by looking at the comments here and there. And having it member only makes it a little bit easier. Uh, because it's not so spammy and so all over the place. But at the same time, try to make it as slim as possible so people could watch it and kind of get uh, any kind of news update where they don't have to worry about me uh, zoning out too far and reading comments. 
But if the it, where the states are at, again, that is something that I don't follow up with too much because it's too much. I mean, there's counties, there's cities, there, there's even streets in cities. I'm not even joking. There's a street in Texas, excuse me, uh, San Antonio or something. Is it Texas? Is it Texas or New Mexico? It's, it's one of those states where they banned a whole street because it was too close to a school. So anybody that was on that street, I reported this, I don't know, last year. Uh, basically, anything that was on that street had to close down because it was too close to a school. What? Are you going to pay my lease now that you're telling me I got to close? No, you're not. No, I'm going to be responsible for that lease. Thank you for upgrading there, Austin. Very nice to a YouTube hazer. Huge shout out, Daddy-o. Uh, so let's just take some, some comments here from the chat. Wow, I managed to do that um, in 47 minutes. Very, very nice. Very nice. So how do you guys like this format over me just talking a little bit, taking comments, uh, you know, addressing some of the questions, answering them? Do you prefer the way that I just did it, where I just fired off everything and then took a little bit of comments here and there and then focus fire back onto the news? Or do you prefer it the older way where it's just uh, we talk a little bit about something and we move on to the next? I'd like to hear some feedback on that so I know what I need to do for the future platforms of when I broadcast to you live about some news. This is better. Yeah, Anthony, I think I think it's good because it rem it allows people to, before they ask the question, they let me finish what I have to say. And then I, you know what I mean? Like it allows before, you know what I mean? Like instead of doing what I'm doing where I'm reading a line and commenting it on a, a, a website, I don't get to the end of it. At least as you're listening, it's a little bit easier to listen and then make a comment afterwards. Much more organized this way. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of felt like that. Yeah. Yeah, it did, James, because I did a little bit of research. You know, people say do research on things before you do reviews on them. I think that's a little bit different because that's kind of what I set a precedence for for myself to do reviews. But to report the news to you, uh, I the only the only thing that I fear is I, I kind of cut myself off before about the advocacy. Sorry for touching back up on this is advocacy is always something that is essentially frowned upon. And obviously this was a very opinionated piece over advocacy and it's not really over advocacy. It's just over news about what is happening. I'm just advocating what is happening. I feel that there are better ways to go about what we're doing, whether or not this is deemed acceptable is going to be deemed by what type of person is looking at this. Are you looking at this as an industry like jewel uh, or are you looking at it as an industry as far as small businesses like myself, or are you looking at it as an industry as a consumer where you're going to buy your pods? Because a lot of people buy pods a lot and a lot of them. Matter of fact, when we were in Crowdcast yesterday, we had a customer come in that they're, they were going to a new year's party and they just wanted a quick disposable, just something real quick. Cause I forgot my device at home. I just need to buy a quick disposable and that will go away if this is what is going to happen. So these little, you know, $1 profit margin here, $1 profit margin there. I get it. It's all profit margin. It all adds up. But think about how many disposable pods I would have to sell in order to pay my employees versus uh, a juice, how many I would have to sell of those to pay the employees. It's a bit different. So it, it could go either one of two ways. But then again, you do have to worry about what your states are going to do and how much they're going to ban. If they ban anything and how much the taxes are going to go up. For some reason today, the taxes in New Jersey changed again. So I have to consistently change the taxes on the back end for all the products that are being sold that fall in the New Jersey lovely e-liquid tax bracket. Granted, it's only a one-tenth of a percent, but that's still, it, I have to manually update that every day. Why would taxes change every day? Like, why not just leave it and roll with that tax? 
for a whole year. Well, thank you, Luke. Thank you, brother. But that's that's the problem we deal with with removing the pods is there are and there are a lot, a lot of adults that use them. Bree is one of them. She uses them. But if it's just closed, I guess we have to figure out what what they consider closed and open. If it's just if they're considering closed, a disposable pod, okay. If they're considering something like the Lost Vape Orion with a little jammy where you just fill it up as a close, because you saw the articles I just showed you. They don't even know what they're considering what. You have different companies or organizations commenting about what is a closed system. A closed system is, I'm just here to tell everybody, a closed system is just that. You cannot open it without destroying it or hacking the shit out of it to figure out what it is and then put juice back inside of it. Closed systems are not designed to be reopened and put juice back into. Those are facts. Open is anything where the tank opens. It's that simple. It's literally closed is closed like a door. Open is open. That is all. That's it. There's no, there's no fine line between there. I fear, I fear though, the stuff that you get your little CBD jammies in or in Colorado where you get like the THC inside of the thing uh, that, that you could fill up, that is technically an open tank. How do you think the juice got in there? Thank you, Channel 808, for the pairing. Thank you for becoming members, you guys. Uh, upgrading to a Hazer. Wow. That's the uh, $24.99 jammy. Very nice, Michael Kinder. Thank you, brother. Uh, yeah, so that that's, that's where we're at, man. That's the news. That's what I got for you guys. Words of encouragement. Be strong. Stay positive. Love everybody. Don't do that. That's bad advice. Hold on, I got, I got a message. I don't know why people are messaging me while I'm... Oh. Um, how far are they going to dig into it? I mean, if you can refill jewel pods. So, yeah, absolutely. What's up, Big Vape? What's up, brother? Um, my sexy Massachusetts biker. He's a bear. Me and him are lovers on the side. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody knows right now. We have to wait for some type of official announcement that we're going to need to hear from a multitude of uh, different sources and kind of pick and choose what we want to come up with the truth because no news article is going to give you 100% the breakdown because that doesn't make them unique. That just makes it hogwash and just regurgitated information. How long that's going to take? I don't know. Very soon. That's I'm just going to use the same verbiage that they use. Thank you, Lance. I remember, brother, you said the new year when it comes through, you're going to go ahead and uh, do your jammy on Patreon, and I appreciate you for that. But anything related to the THC part, guys, you got me for about 10 more minutes, five more minutes, actually. So if you got anything, just fire them off. I'll comment on them. Remember, one hour mark. I'm trying to mix that up. It's punctual. It's to the point. Yeah, see, I think that was an argument. I, I don't want to paraphrase or misquote somebody because they may have changed your mind, but that was an argument that was done before is that closed pot systems are easier to regulate because you know what's inside of them. Uh, for anybody that hasn't watched the FDA thing, Bree timed that for 56 minutes in timestamp. Uh, when the FDA came through, they actually had brought up, do you know what is inside of the juices? Well, in a closed pot system, you, you, it's easier for the FDA to argue and say, well, we know what's in that, but we don't know what's in these juices that are on your shelf. So that is, that's a terror. It, it, it's a very good argument, but it's a terrible argument because that hurts open tank systems. 
What's up, dog? Yeah, absolutely, Chip. I understand that. Plus a 12 on top of the hour, that makes it easy because a lot of people on lunch, they're just, you know, whatever, driving around. If it's at 12 o'clock, okay, Jay's got a thing that's popping off. Now, I know that people want to be alerted a day before, two days before. If they're, if I don't find out till that day, just keep in mind, at 12 o'clock, I may go live. I know that that is not consistent. That doesn't help people out watching me. The best advice I have for you, and I hate using this, is subscribe and then you'll know. Uh, other than that, uh, I, different social media platforms I post on, on Facebook, uh, on Patreon, of course, and then I just go live on YouTube. So if there is anything that is really crucial, pertinent information, I will try to go live that next day at 12 o'clock or if it's really, really big. I was going to go live with this last night. A great time, though, for anybody that was in Crowdcast last night. Oh, my God. I have to save that video and upload it. Absolutely great time. Great time. Oh, great time. Anyway, um, I'm just looking at chat real quick, and then we'll kind of sum it all up. Yeah, Kenzie, they are. They are. Um, I don't. I don't know what they're doing for the labs. Apparently they're supposed to be inspecting also uh, gas stations that sell. Oh, the, well, I, I think they already check for the, the cigarette situation and, and pipes and all that other stuff. But because, you know, one of the, I, I don't want to drag this out, but one of the arguments, not an argument, but one of the points that was brought up to the FDA inspector uh, the day before yesterday was, uh, do you guys sell any water pipes or, or glassware or anything like that? And, Brie made a point, and it was very powerful to hear her say this, uh, even though when she was saying it, she didn't mean it to be powerful. She said, we're one of the very few places left in New Jersey that sell just vape. Like, we, we don't sell glassware, and it's very hard to, it's going to get me emotional, it's very hard to maintain just that doing just that, because we solely believe in vaping. Uh, we're not saying that we don't believe in glassware. It's just that that's not what we are. We weren't founded by that. So we have to keep that integrity strong and that dignity as a vape shop and remain open as that. And if we can't do that, then everything that we've been doing, hopefully we've made enough of impact on people to where they no longer smoke cigarettes. They've either transitioned to vape and continue to vape or they vape and then they just ruled everything out as a whole. As long as you quit smoking cigarettes, that's the end goal. That's kind of it. So uh, thank you all for watching, tuning in. Thank you for all the new members. Did you want to say something? Yeah, and something that a lot of people also don't realize is that you help people every single day that come in here to stop smoking. Like you help so many people. You've helped so many customers. And everyone always forgets the fact that you do that. Like other people who advocate and other stuff, they can advocate all they want, but you're like on the ground. You're actually changing people's lives in person. And I think that that's powerful. But no one ever talks about that. That's kind of sad. I just wanted to add that. <clears throat> wow. <sighs> oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I feel like if I commented on that, I feel like that would be too cocky and condescending, but. <laughs> I see it every day. I feel like it's the people that don't want to recognize that are the people that are too busy trying to figure out ways to hate me than to like me because there's just, it's always good to go against the grain. Amen to that, Dustin. Amen to that. All right. You guys stay beautiful. I'm sure I'll see you later on Crowdcast. Been doing that a lot. Other than that, you guys be good. 2020. Thank you.